Hello, and my name is Marina Sprocky Spriggs. And today I'm going to talk to you about Nasty Divorce, A Kid's Eye View. We're going to be talking today about verbal abuse, about high conflict divorce, and parental alienation. I have a master's in professional counseling. I am the Ippy Award winning author of Stop Looking for a Husband, Find the Love of Your Life, and Nasty Divorce, A Kid's Eye View. I've been writing positive divorce advice for the HuffPost since 2012. And as we begin, um, before I begin, when we talk about verbal abuse, um, which can also include other kinds of abuse, but I'm mainly talking about verbal abuse. And if the person you are with is violent or have a tendency to become violent, you need to contact your authorities and seek safety and professional help. This is not something you handle on your own without professional help. However, there is verbal abuse, and there are many people that are just verbally abusive. All bark, no bite, even though their bark bites. And I kind of want to talk to you about that. And verbal abuse is a silent soul killer, which is very interesting considering that it's words and the verbal abuse is not silent. And I want to applaud you for just waking up and realizing you're in a bad situation. And even if there's no physical violence, growing up in a verbally abusive home where one partner's being verbally abused and the children are being ver verbally abused is extremely damaging. You can check out the ACEs Too High study just to see how damaging they are. But growing up with verbal abuse will do a number of things. It will make children very afraid. If you grow up with fear in your house, that creates anxiety, can create depression, can lead people down the path for chronic illness, autoimmune disease, suicide, drug use. That's what happens there. So um, dealing with verbal abuse in the courts, as you probably know, is very, very hard to police. So remember, to keep records of anything in writing or on the telephone or anywhere else. And you don't have to accept bad behavior anymore. So I'm gonna give you a few tips for creating boundaries with verbal abusers. So first of all, um, know that it is not you. And you can kind of get a sense how I feel about verbal abuse. And you can think about this about anybody that you interact with in your life. And not that in times of life you aren't going to go through things which are going to be, you know, maybe have conflict or, you know, have up and down emotions. But for the most part, you know when you're in the presence of someone, having a discussion with them, how you feel in your body. If you feel normally pretty good or neutral after leaving someone, that's a sign. If you just feel ooky and creepy or maybe even feel frightened or scared or bad, that would also be a clue. So what you want to do is sit down with your children. If you're divorced or separated and the person you're divorced or separated from is the verbal abuser, is to sit down and really make a pact with your children and to let them know it's not you. And then there's also other ways that you can phrase talking about that parent in a way that you don't also become verbally abusive. And I like to believe that no one really wants to be an abuser deep down and probably more than likely, they grew up with something very similar.
and statistics will show violence begets violence, which begets violence. It's just a train that will just keep going until somebody decides they don't want to do it anymore, and especially with verbal abuse, too. So verbal abuse knows no boundaries, but you do. So you can limit communication with your ex to a parenting app. Do not respond to verbal attacks at all. You only need to deal with facts. Who, what, where, when, and why, nothing more. An abuser needs a reaction to keep going. And as soon as you stop the reaction, it will slow down. You know these things aren't true, so somebody can call you any name you want, and if you know it's not true, you don't have to accept it. You do not have to attend every fight that you're invited to. Also, you can teach your children to stop verbally verbal abuse. Now again, if there is violence or a tendency towards violence, you want to get outside help. But just a regular verbal abuser, you can teach your children phrases like, please don't talk to me that way. I don't like how you're speaking to me. That hurts my feelings. Or, I don't like being yelled at, and I would be happy to talk to you when you can calm down. Now that one could inflame a verbal abuser. So, you know, use your own judgment. And you can just say, that hurts my feelings, and leave it at, at, at that. So, the healing is really up to you. Someone can do things to you, and you can blame them if they did that, but the healing part is up to you. So some things that you can do, um, when you get your kids back from your ex, you can have a purge party. You don't wanna constantly talk about your ex and what went on there, but you can just have you know 15 minutes and just let it all out. These are all the things that happened. This is what I felt about it. And then it's almost like you imaginary box it up and then psh, blow it up no more Then have a nice group hug and do something for yourself. And I want to read a little excerpt from this book to show you about um, five things never to say to your children about your ex-spouse. And you can look at all the stories in this book is over six years of research that I collected true stories from adult children of divorce that describe exactly what happened to them growing up and then how that affected their lives later. So awful things that parents say about their exes can have lasting damages to children. So for instance, here's an example. Somebody might say, your mother's always late. She must not want to see you very badly. Or your mother doesn't love you. If she did, she'd spend more time with you. Well, here's why you shouldn't say something like that. And I know it can be frustrating when your ex-spouse doesn't show up on time or at all for visitation or you're left waiting. However, telling your child that their parent doesn't care about them is very hurtful, even if you believe it to be true. Imagine how you would feel as a child if you were told that one of the two people that you loved most in the world didn't love you at all. And just imagine when you say things like that, I know you're mad at your ex, but you're really hurting your children. You're sticking a knife right into their heart. And that's the truth. So please don't do that. Here's what you can say instead. 
So you can talk to your ex directly about how important it is to be on time for the children and don't do it in front of the kids. Um, so you can maybe even meet your ex at like a public place, like a park or something so that they're entertained. And when their parents late, you can simply say, you know, I'm not sure why something must have happened. You can ask them when they get there, but refrain from judgment because sometimes things do happen. Another thing that people say to their children are things like your father is a loser and he never accomplishes anything in life. Here's why you shouldn't say it. Children look up to their parents and often try to emulate their behavior. When you tell your kids that their father is a loser, a jerk, a liar, a thief, etc., they may feel sad, angry, or embarrassed and begin to wonder, will I turn out the same way? Some parents go even so far as to warn their kids that if they don't change their ways, they will end up just like their dad or mom. And I just want you to think about that for a second, about the amount of damage that can really, really do to a child because everybody's different. And to say to some child, a person that you actually chose to reproduce with, that is half of that child, that you don't like that person, they're bad, and that child is going to be them. Just want you to put yourself in that spot for a little bit. See if that would be helpful or harmful to a situation. I'm gonna tell you it's harmful. So what you could say instead is, Nothing if you have nothing nice to say, but certainly you can find one positive thing. Maybe your ex who does have a criminal record is very creative and a great artist. You could talk about artistic skills. Maybe they are a good communicator. I don't know, but just find something in there to just let your child know that they don't have to feel that way about their a parent who's maybe not doing things we like to do. Um, I've heard this thrown around a lot that people will say to their kids things like, your mother is a whore. She cheated on me and that's why they divorced. And you would think that somebody might know already this is not a good idea. However, people do not because they keep saying it. And obviously if you've been cheated on, you're hurt and you're angry and you're upset. However, your children cannot help you resolve any of those issues with your ex. They are completely incapable. So telling them all these gory details is only gonna make them feel ashamed and sad. Um, worse, they might start to blame themselves for the divorce and wondering if they are just as bad as mom and dad and somehow guilty by association. It's unfair to your children to bring them into adult problems. And instead, you should talk to a counselor a church, a group, or a trusted adult friend if you have anger issues as they relate to infidelity. Um, another thing that is very easy to talk about, but also not good, your father's late on child support again and we might lose our house. Here's why you shouldn't say it. And I know it's gotta be stressful when you don't have money and the person giving you child support is supposed to give you some money and you might really lose your house but your children are completely incapable of solving that problem for you. They're completely helpless, and all you will do is make them more fearful and more helpless that they can't solve this problem. And to create that kind of stress in a little kid's mind about where they might live or where they might get food It's just not good.
even if you're feeling it, I just urge you to try to just talk to an, another adult or a friend or something about that. But try to keep just a brave, strong face for your children. I know it's hard. I know it's hard dealing with high conflict people and verbally abusive exes, but you really, really can do it. You really can. And I just wanna let you know that there's just always another way to do things. And if you want, you can check out this book, Nasty Divorce at Kid's Eye View. If you've dealt with parental alienation, there's a lot of stories in this book. And in almost every single one of these stories, the alienation backfires on the person doing the alienating. Parental alienation is child abuse. Verbal abuse is child abuse. You can take the high road, you can overcome, and you can create boundaries. For more information, you can go to Nasty Divorce, A Kid's Eye View. Thank you for listening, and I hope you found this information helpful.